Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRay, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Oh my goodness, Whispers, I am so excited to be in our safe zone today and to come in here to have this discussion in our Whisperers Lounge. I can't tell you how good this feels. And listen, you know, I have to tell you, you know, I'm always doing things. I'm busy. I'm, I'm running around. I got tons of stuff on my plate with La Paz and everything. But I have to tell you, Tuesday on the Roundtable of Intention, some of you dynamic whisperers came through on Clubhouse, and it was in incredible having you in the listeners lounge and even some came to the stage different ones i have to thank you so much because that show spilled over from last week's show about the importance of celebrating ourselves and we came in there and it was so uplifting thank you thank you thank you to everyone and even to my dynamic co-moderators they are like on fire i keep good company i tell you it is awesome so you know whispers wait let me ask you a question did you get this week's cocktail mocktail oh my goodness i have to tell you something dustin is killing it and with the ocean spray white cranberry juice drink oh dustin 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 i have to tell you This has by far got to be one of my favorites that you've given us. And I really enjoy the flavor. I love what it's doing. I just said, you are just doing things. Whispers, listen, if you're not on with us, with the cocktails and the mocktails, you're missing it. I hate to tell you that, but you really are. You need to go over right into the description box. Click the live link so you can get the Whispers Exchange, which is our newsletter, so you can get all the scrumptiousness that is in that newsletter plus what Dustin is serving. Happy hour is definitely happy. Thank you, Dustin. All my word. Make sure that you join our conversation by calling in at 516-595-8091. Again, that number is 516-595-8091. Then you know Blog Talk Radio has done something fabulous for us. They put in each and every one of our episodes a live chat box. So you can drop your questions, your comments. If you want me to repeat something, put it in the chat box and you know your girl loves to monitor a great chat box. So, you know, I got your back, trust me. And then on top of it, I have such a fabulous group here with us. They were supposed to be with us last week, but technical issues kept them away. But the gal pals are here. Honey, they are an awesome group out of Washington State. Um, They are all over 65 years young, and have a love and passion for all things 
that will keep their, their mindset growing and growing to youth. I was like, go ahead, ladies. I'm right there with you. I, I celebrate you. And they're just so wonderful. They're lively. They got the cocktail, mocktail, and their color, by the way, which I love. Every member has a different color of pink on, and it's just beautiful. So thank you so much for being with us. Don't forget, you can join in on the discussion by calling in at 516-595-8091. With that being said, are you ready to get into our discussion? The ladies in the chat box are like, yes, we are. So look, today's discussion is on overcoming procrastination. Oh, my goodness. You know, I always like to start our discussions off with a great meaning or a definition. So this isn't any different. So we're going to get the understanding of procrastination. It means the action of delaying or postponing something, stalling or hesitation. Let me give it to you again. Procrastination means the action of delaying or postponing something, stalling, or hesitation. You know, whispers. how many times have you heard someone say, I work best under pressure? Maybe you know that person that you have to tell them maybe two hours before time something is to start, what time they have to be there. Like you give them a two-hour window, like, oh, you have to be here at 11. Technically, they don't have to be there till one. How many of you all know someone like that? So this is why they are close to being on time. If they, if they aren't on time, they're very close to it. And maybe you've met the person who wastes ridiculous amount of time overly obsessing on the preparation, making sure that everything is just so. And it takes up all the time, and then they run into, like, not having enough time. See, procrastination is a trap that many, many, many fall into. And in fact, according to like research, and you know how your girl loves to go and look up numbers, about 95% of people procrastinate to some degree. That's 95% of people. While it may be like comforting to know that you're not the only one, it can be sobering to realize just how much it can hold you back, though. Like, seriously. Um, you know, I have my clients sit and put a dollar amount on the time that they are wasting, which once they put a dollar amount on to some sort of bad habit, it seems to, like, help them to break free of that particular habit. So just think about it this way. How much money do you lose if you're sitting around and you're procrastinating and waiting? And maybe one day you'll sit and you'll really look at it that way and you'll put a dollar amount to it. Maybe you'll put your salary up against the hours that you've wasted, procrastinated on something. And you may be putting in like six figures that you're losing. Wouldn't that make you kind of pivot? Especially when you look at it from a standpoint of money. 
Yep. That normally gets people to kind of walk things back a little bit. Not be so quick to be like, oh, well, you know, it's it's just time. But time is money. We hear that all the time. You know, believe it or not, procrastination is often often uh, confused with laziness. But they are so different. And so many people don't realize that. Because procrastination is active process. You choose to do something else instead of the task the duty, the requirement you know should be done. So prime example, how many hours did you lose today by just sitting and scrolling on social media? How many hours? The ladies in the chat box said, oh, let me not start. I've lost several hours. (laughs) But see, that's honest. That's an honest answer right there. They've lost some major time. But instead of doing your budget or getting the work done that you just kind of like, you're like comfortable with just sitting there doing nothing. You know, whisperers, when we give in to this mindset, it can have like serious consequences. And listen, even minor moments of procrastination can make us feel guilty or ashamed. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not a big waster of time because I have a lot of things that are on my plate. So in turn, time is so valuable to me. And I really try to invest in my time. Notice the word I used, invest. We'll come back to some of it. Because, you know, I like to build our conversations in here. And I tell you, it's almost like we're baking the best cake, and it's the layer after layer that we put on. And then we're going to put that frosting on top of it. So it just kind of gets to be so good and decadent, the conversation. You know, it can lead to a reduced productivity and cause us to miss out on achieving our goals even. And so many people don't realize that when they start to procrastinate, that they kind of lose the momentum or they lose the energy or the passion for what they were working on or what they are striving after. (laughs) I always like to use the illustration to sand down like the point. I always, I love illustrations. I, I think they drive home a point and I've always been, I always teach with illustrations and, uh, I think like people really get to kind of tap into it in a, deep, a different way and deeper. So the illustration is about these two squirrels, okay? One was always on time and made sure he was like at the destination. He was always on time. He was where the other rabbit was. So He wasn't, you know, he was where the other squirrel was. He wasn't really preoccupied. He was getting things gathered in. He was storing up everything and making sure. And the other squirrel was, like, looking like, dude, slow down. You're, like, always on the run. What's wrong with you? You know, he was, like, really, like, really procrastinating. I got time. Don't worry about it. And he's, like, I got this. Don't worry. Well, then, you know, the story goes that old man winter came a little early. But unfortunately, squirrel number two wasn't ready. 
He didn't have his den all ready and more um, protected as weather resistant, and he didn't have enough food stored up. He wasn't really uh, insulating things properly. He wasn't, you know, nowhere near ready for this early winter that came about. But squirrel number one, he was in his home. He was warm. He had a surplus of things. He had insulated his home just so, and everything was just prepared just right because he took the time and the effort to make sure that he wasn't procrastinating that he wasn't sitting back and thinking I got time I have time see when we procrastinate over a long period of time we can become demotivated and disillusioned with our lives be it from home work health You name it. We could just become really disillusioned with everything, which in turn can lead to low self-esteem. It can cause you to have depression. And in some of the worst-case scenarios, people have even lost their jobs due to procrastination. That's major right there. That's a heavy hit. See, how many of you are aware that procrastination tends to reflect a person's struggle with self-control? Did you even really kind of associate it with that? A lot of people don't associate it with it. The ladies in the chat box said they didn't realize that. Yes, it does. It is. And it's a true fact. And it also um, has that... It also has like a, excuse me, I lost a train of thought for a second there, a self-deception to it. So remember, we always say that we start on the layers and work our way in when we're leveling up. But how can we level up if we're procrastinating? How do you go to a growth mindset when you're in a pause or just kind of like, Mm, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But when does it happen? See, this is the action or practice of allowing yourself to believe that, you know, a false or unvalidated feeling, idea, or situation is true. You know, oh, I do my best work under pressure, but All along, you feel anxious, you're nervous, you're constantly checking the clock, you're like looking at it. And, oh, some people, even because they say, oh, they do their best work under pressure, how many have even ulcers? They give themselves ulcers. You know, I had a friend that used to procrastinate and wait to the last minute, wait to the last minute for everything, and then – would say at the end of everything, every time the project, I have to stop doing this to myself. I just have to stop doing this to myself. But whenever we was doing something or we would collaborate, it would happen again and she would be right back at it. And each time I would say, when do you break the cycle? And she goes, I know, I know. I guess right here is that crossroad whispers of like, 
Let's get an understanding of procrastination. Let's really understand what it is. So procrastinators are often perfectionists that may find it more acceptable to never tackle a job than to face the possibility of not doing it well. Isn't that something? So they're, they're constantly retweaking, tweaking, and so if I put it off long enough, it won't cause me to be, like, anxious or I feel like I'm going to fail at it or I'm not going to do well with this or this task is going to overwhelm me. And they may be so highly concerned about what others will think of them that they put their futures at risk to avoid judgment. I I just was blown away when I really started looking into this to bring this discussion to life. And when I was really doing the homework of really trying to do things, because, you know, I really sit and I think about what I'm doing and what I'm birthing in our discussions. Because I want to make sure that when we sit here in our lounge and we're talking over our cocktails, that it's a robust discussion that brings forth things that cause us to think deeply so we can really make the necessary changes that get us to that level where we want to level up to that growth mindset. You know, I had a client once that was the ultimate of procrastinators. And he was always like the end of the wire type of fella, you know. He would have like 48 hours and it would be like, I, 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 you know what, I, I got to go. I got, got a major project and I got to get it done. And one day he says to me, he goes like, um, he's like, you know, Stone, I think why I procrastinate so much is because it gives me a feeling of like euphoria. And when he told me that he had the feeling of being euphoric, I told him that we needed to really replace that with other activities that are positive that would increase his dopamine levels and started, you know, like starting to move in a different direction. And so we really started diving into this and when he said that and all, and then he started to take a spin class and he said, and the dopamine levels were like really raised because it gave him that same kind of feeling, that rush that he was looking at, which in turn helped to clear his mind and keep him on track with the necessary activities for his job. Isn't that something? Because he was like getting that rush and that feeling. And some people love that feeling. And some people are just adrenaline junkies. And they need that feeling or that rush, that high. But I want to make you all laugh. And this is the truth. I have to tell you all, far not someone that is a procrastinator, by far. I cannot even begin to tell you. But if my mom was here, I could, she would um, make you all laugh. She would really make you laugh about me. 
because, you know, I've told you all that, you know, I started out my career in music, in the music industry, and my mom would hate that I would, like, schedule, like, any major rehearsals or working out new songs so close to, like, my show date. She would hate it. And she would be like, why do you wait till the last minute? Why are we doing this major sound check and, and rehearsal so close up that if we want to change anything or, or revise something, it's going to be so, like, she would be so upset with me, guys. Whispers, I can't even begin to tell you how she would be mad. But I never felt I had the, the right energy in those rehearsals, you know, or like when I wanted to do the song or, or whatever, just didn't feel like that same kind of boost that I would have. And even when I would go for rehearsal, you know, I would be off my mark or they would be like, pick your energy up a little bit more, or do this or do that. And it would just be so odd. And I never felt like it was all like together for the rehearsal. But then when I would go do my shows, it was perfect. I was on my mark. I had the energy. I had the right inflection in my voice. Uh, the connection that I had, even with the dancers and doing certain movements, it was perfect. And so one afternoon, my mom and even uh, one of my other um, producers had asked me, like, what's the deal? And I said, I don't know. I said, it's just a different kind of energy that I have. Like, And then I realized what it was. Much like what my client was getting that euphoric feeling, I was having the same kind of dopamine and that adrenaline rush because it was the crowd that was there. And for a performer, a lot of times, especially people that really enjoy to perform, it was that rush because you connect with that audience and they're screaming and they're singing and they're, that everything is just in that moment. And much like even when I come in here, to do this show. You all have no idea. Like, I can barely sit here to be counted in. Like, my team and even the ladies in the in the listening lounge will tell you, I'm so ready. I'm so hyped up. My adrenaline is, like, off the chart. And I come in here and I pour everything into the mic. And I'm connecting with you all because you all are dynamic. And you give me that feedback and that rush that when I'm over the show and I'm out of it for like a good 30 minutes or so, I feel like I have to just lay down. I feel like I'm exhausted. Like I just performed on a stage and everything. But it's because I put everything in here. My my adrenaline is high and my energy is going. And I'm like, yeah, let's get into this discussion. Let's pour it in and let's rip open the package so we can really get into it. But see, that's what that does. And see, in people that are addicted to that kind of feeling, that's what that procrastination is for them. So they have to find a healthy way to tap into that. Maybe it's by cycling. Maybe it's by running. Maybe it's just by doing something else that puts that adrenaline rush into them. 
knowing that they're about to do the best presentation, that they just start building that up in their mind, but they have it ready because they didn't procrastinate, which they needed that level of, like, anxiety. But that's anxiety. That's not an endorphin rush. That's just pent-up anxiety when you put yourself under that kind of pressure. You see, that is how I know that when people are dealing with procrastination, it's a deeper level that is in there. So it makes you start to look at it like this. How can you overcome it if you're like addicted to the feeling? But then if you're not addicted to the feeling and it's the anxiety level that is causing you, you definitely need to overcome it. So, as with any or most habits, it's possible to overcome it, but guess what? It requires work. It requires, that's a lot of things that sometimes people don't want to do because it requires a lot of us to change. And that's something people struggle with. But you don't have to struggle because, you know, I'm going to give you some master keys. (laughs) And I always love to make sure that we have some takeaways and we get your keychains out because we're going to get our master keys today. So this is how we're going to kind of start working on really changing the habit or overcoming the habit. But you really have to be committed to it, okay? The ladies in the chat box said, oh, my goodness, I never thought that, you know, procrastination was really kind of like that adrenaline high. But when you said that, I really looked at myself and I saw that, yes, it is that feeling for me. It is kind of that euphoria, that feeling of like you're just kind of on that moment. And when you do finally hit it, you're like, oh, that was good. I got to stop doing this. But it was awesome. Exactly. Because, see, you're putting in everything and the adrenaline is just pumping in you. But, see, we want to do it in a natural, healthy manner that is not going to take away from us. That's not going to cause us anxiety. That's not going to make us look as if we cannot be trusted or depended upon. That's the key right there. So let's get into our first key. So the first one is recognize that you're procrastinating. You know, whispers, what is the first word in this key? The first word that we said was recognize, which means that we have to identify. And if you start to put things off, we have to identify why. And if you start to feel like I'm avoiding doing this, we have to identify the why. And you must be willing to look at yourself under that magnifying glass to be able to tap into our second key, actually. But see, the first one is to recognize that you are procrastinating. And sometimes we have to say that out loud 
so we can recognize it. I'm a procrastinator. Go look in the mirror, face front, just looking at yourself and say it. It's probably going to be one of the hardest things that you had to admit to yourself, but you must recognize it and acknowledge it. Acknowledgement is everything. Because once we can acknowledge something, we can start to work on it. And we can start to change it. So our second key is this. Work out why you are procrastinating. Why? First key led into the second one is that why? For what reason or purpose? And sometimes when we have to sit in that place of why is one of the hardest things that you'll ever have to do. Because guess what? It requires you to be honest. It requires you to ask yourself the deeper questions. And only when you start to understand it and you start to really penetrate through that hard shell that we can really start to do this work. See? Recognizing. Then we have our why. And then we have to adopt the anti-procrastination strategy. That's like a security system in itself, right? That's what I felt like when I said that. I felt like, oh, we just got our security system. Procrastination is a habit, a deeply ingrained pattern or behavior. See, behavior. And this means that you cannot just wave the magic wand and poof, it's gone. Doesn't work that way. Sorry, folks. I would like to say it does, but it doesn't. So the lady's like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't work that way. Habits only stop being habits when you avoid practicing them. So it's going to require you to consistently work in harmony with your goals. See, when we start setting goals for ourselves, you know what, I'm not going to allow myself to leave out at the last minute because, you know what, I just was like, I got time. No. Strike that from your vocabulary. I got time. No. I have to be on time. I have a deadline. I have a deadline I must meet. And sometimes the way that we speak into ourselves is what really helps us to stop downplaying the flaw. And it helps us to be able to pivot in the right way. These are behaviors that we don't want to keep elevating and perpetuating and going after and striving after because it derails what we're really trying to do. We can't have that, you know, growth mindset and we're just going to procrastinate about it. That's not a growth mindset. That's, that's so the opposite of it. See, Whispers, many times because we have procrastinated so often, we have to be willing to even forgive ourselves so that it doesn't become such a hard stumbling block to get over. And so many times we are so hypercritical on ourselves. 
And we're so willing to kick ourselves because, oh, see, you've done it again. You put it off to the last minute. Now you're in, look, you're behind schedule. You've got to get this done. You've got to stay up all night now. And you're just beating yourself up. Yes, okay, so you've done this to yourself again. Now, what is my goal and my strategy for going into my next project? What is my goal or my strategy to not keep making the same habit over and over again? Requires us to sit and strategize. It requires us to sit and take out a blueprint because guess what? Everything that gets built, every plan that is placed, and if any of you all are entrepreneurs, which many of you are, know how much preparation it has taken for you to launch your business. You know how many times you have gone to that drawing board. And even if you are a seasoned business person, much like myself, I still go back to that drawing board to get things right. It's the same difference when we're working on things to correct our habits. We have to be willing to go back to that drawing board. And that is not a bad thing, self-compassion. So we've learned about self-compassion. We've learned about self-reflection. We've learned about self-care. We've learned about self-awareness. And so which in turn means that we are going to show ourselves self-forgiveness. And if you don't really understand what forgiveness is, your homework until the next time we see each other again and hear each other again is to really go and examine what that requires of you, deeper quality that you must do. I know, we always get into something very deep. So, If you're procrastinating because you find a task simply unpleasant, I want you to try to focus on the long game because it shows that what the research, when when we look at it from that aspect, shows is that um, impulsive people are more likely to procrastinate because they are focused on the short-term gain. But for you to combat this, though, this is the thing. You need to look at it at a long-term benefit, completing the task or not procrastinating and causing yourself stress and anxiety and not being, you know, someone that others feel they can't count on or, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he'll get it in the last hour. Don't worry about it. But all along, they're worried about it. By allowing yourself to show up in your truest form is where you will find the ability to overcome this habit of procrastinating. You know, I have to tell you guys, I've read, um, I, 
Charles Dickens, okay, he made a great statement in regards to procrastination. And sometimes I read stuff and I write stuff down when I go and when I start doing discussions or thinking about what I want to come in here and talk about. It's so, so funny because I'll be like, oh, I read some, where did I read that? But it, it was by Charles Dickens. And he had said, um, procrastination is the thief of time, color him. Let me give it to you again. Procrastination is the thief of time, color him. So what Charles Dickens was saying in this quote is that we have to restrain. See, that's what that word color means. It means to restrain this thief so it cannot steal our time. Where it cannot derail your growth, where it cannot move into your life and cause you anxiety, cause people not to feel like they can rely on you. We have to be willing to notice the word again that I'm using again, harness. You've heard me use this word a couple of times now in several discussions. So it also that we have to be willing to harness. And when we harness it, that means that we are controlling it. We're controlling the impulse to procrastinate and waste time. See, it's not controlling us. We are control. We're harnessing it. We're keeping it under control. And if you think of procrastination, like I said earlier, in dollar and cents, how much are you willing to lose? And don't forget, it has no return value. You're just investing in junk bonds. By the way, it's like you just bought you a million-dollar house that's worth only $160. (laughs) That's how bad it is. It's not even 160000 The house is only worth 160 and they're actually condemned, and they want to tear it down next week. That's just what procrastination is. Whispers, we want to be able to, like, level up, but putting it off and putting it off, making the excuses, determining that it's not that necessary – um, when do you think you will ever be able to tap into your next great thing? When do you think that you will be able to be whatever it is that you are dreaming of or what you think that you want to accomplish? Because, see, when we are not willing to really do the necessary, really, in all honesty, we just are putting off Everything that we possibly could be, would be, or should be. You know, I always tell you all that you can tap into me if you're struggling or trying to find a foothold. And I'm always open to working with you all. I have a live link in every episode. 
And many of you all have tapped into the service and tapped into me, and I, I enjoy speaking with you and working with you. But sometimes we do need that clarity, and we need that person to help us to get focused and to bring that balance back into our lives. And so that's why I really have really started my journey and took on my journey as a therapist because I saw the benefits and I saw how it can really change people's lives. Because when we're procrastinating, we're putting off, that's something that really kind of limits us. And a lot of couples even, unfortunately, that's how their marriages come to an end because one person just cannot seem to get it right and they break that habit of procrastinating. They don't take the step. They don't move. They See, we don't want to do that to ourselves. So tap in. I extend the invitation. I put the links in the bio so you can do that. Because you are worth that self-investment. You know, I love when we get to come in our safe zone and, like, peel back the layers in such a powerful, dynamic way. And when we see that we have habits that we can change or how we can pivot and, and move in a better direction, I'm always excited about it. I'm excited when I get to come in and build on these necessary discussions. And I always tell you all, the best thing you could do is always pin mark the episode, come back, listen to it, share it with someone who may benefit from it. Because, see, that's why we're doing this. That's why we're in our safe zone, so we can pour in and build up our community, that dynamic. I just appreciate you all so much. Now, in regards to a couple of things I want to tell you all before we wrap today, I wanted to make sure that you all are aware of and you know about our broadcasting schedule and give you just a little update today. We're going to be on a spring break for the month uh, starting Friday, uh, April the 15th through Friday, April the 29th. So don't worry. I'll remember to remind you again next week, and I'll give you our start date because we'll be back the first week of May, which I believe is May 6th is that date that we'll come back. So it's three weeks basically that we're having off for spring break and getting things kind of uh, reorganized and set up for the second half of season three. And so, uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure that you're aware of it. So, again, that date, again, it's Friday, April the 15th through Friday, April the 29th. We won't be here, but we will be back on May the 6th. And don't forget, you can always come and get social with me. You can find me on Instagram at whispersinabottle underscore podcast. Once again, that's whispersinabottle underscore podcast. You can locate us on Facebook, which is Whisper in a Bottle. No S on that. That's Whisper in a Bottle. And then, of course, we're on Twitter, where we're at capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. You must put it in that way, else you will not find us. 
you guys are so funny. You send me messages on Instagram that you can't find me on Twitter. And I, I, I send it to you and you're like, oh, I found you. And I'm like, yeah, you got to put it in just so. So listen, it's always good to be in our safe zone. It's always good to be here and to pour into our great discussions. I want to thank the fabulous whispers that joined me Tuesday on Clubhouse again. Thank you so much for coming in to the roundtable of intention. Please feel free to come again this Tuesday. Um, we're going to have another dynamic discussion over there, and it's so different. If they could tell you, they would tell you the discussions I have over on Clubhouse are so different from the discussions that we have in here, just like the discussions that we have in our office hours on Facebook are much different than what they are here on air. So, you know, it's always wonderful, and I'm always so excited to come in and just, you know, pour into you all, and you all pouring into me. It's just fabulous. So, you know, you're the superstars, and that's, that's what I love. I love about that. So make sure you all come back next week for another dynamic show because you know I got another great topic for you all. So listen, you are listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LeRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Whispers, please have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe. Wash your hands and always support your elderly family members as well as your neighbors that are are elderly as well. So be safe, everyone, until we get back in here again next week. Take care. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.